What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Shipped Across the Border. Before we get into today's episode featuring our teammate, our friend, Zach, Zach Fulford, Fulford, we want to break some good news to y'all. Shipped Across the Border's first sponsor, OJ Productions. Fire merch. clothing company. Based out Fire of merch. Buffalo, based out of downtown Buffalo. And they create high quality, for low prices, basketball-related um, merchandise. Very, very high quality. I'm ro- we're both rocking a piece from the um, Get Out Your Feelings Club. Get Out Your Feelings. They just had a Christmas drop. Uh, the dude's a hooper, and he's a chill-ass dude. And if you guys want to get some cool-ass clothes, we're going to put... Good quality. There's going to be a link in the YouTube description. There's going to be a link on Instagram. There's going to be a link everywhere you can buy this guy's stuff. Shout out OG Productions. This is the pink Get Out Your Feelings hoodie. The blue Get Out Your Feelings shirt. And the back. So yeah, thank you. Thank you to OJ Productions for sponsoring the video and sponsoring the podcast. And let's get into episode nine, Zach Fulford. Get away, get away from the drinks and chatter. Haven't said a word, but it doesn't matter. Standing in a blurry dream. No one else can see how did you start playing basketball, Zach? I started playing basketball in third grade. Um, my dad coached my older brother in peewee, or youth basketball. Um, and it was like fourth grades four through six. And I used to go, I still go on vacation with the guy that runs it. So he let me play Where do you guys third go? grade. We go all over the place. Damn. You guys go out on like a vacation, like a family vacation every year? Yeah, we go on a couple. We go camping. So we have a camper. Damn. Yeah. You'd be fuck country that's as hell. Family yeah. goals, bro. Yeah. Country as hell. Shooting deer and sipping beer and shit. Yeah, that, <laughs> so it's not that weird, dude. When they make fun of him for that, bro, I'm being like, that's like my childhood. Yeah, because you're both born on a farm. I, yeah, I'm not born, born on a farm. Where are, yeah. where are you actually from? Where are you actually from? You know, where I live directly in between uh, the Albany and New York City. It's... You know, okay. Kingston, Kingston, New York. I'm like right on the outskirts of Kingston. It's called West Showcan. You live like in like a very rural area, though, no? Uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, I live most. It's my school district was like 200 some miles, which is pretty. Bi- it's the biggest district. You know what the fuck a mile is? Cause I do. I don't know how big that is. 200. That's fucking huge, bro. But like, is that was like a city, like a school district, like my my like the YRDSB, like the York from, Region District okay. School Board is so like bigger from, than two hundred, way bigger from, than two hundred. From kilometers. my house, from my house to Buffalo is like two hundred miles. Oh fuck! So it's fucking big. <laughs> Damn. But it's not. It's just. It's all wood wooded area. That's, that's kind of like Canada. It's all like, wooded area. You have you have like it's one a, one college here, one university here, and it's like for, it covers Damn. all. the fucking But it's not Canada. in one direction. It's all spread out. Damn, that's huge though. Yeah. Fuck. You're that's like four hours to drive the whole thing. Yes, roughly. Yeah. That's crazy. So like come going for, like how many people are at your high school? My high school was small. We my graduating class, we started ninth grade, I had hundred and twenty. We graduated in ninety two. Yeah, so that's pretty small. That's like the size of my high school too. But then how is that coming here where we're now I mean we're still at a relatively small school, but we're in downtown Buffalo, kinda like the busy city. Lots of people around. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's different, definitely, seeing all these people. I mean, the classes are still, like, the same size. I think my high school classes were a little bit bigger. Yeah, the classes are really small. But it's just a different setting. Like, I'm used to being able to go outside, just walk around in the woods. Like, there's no— You miss that? 
De- yeah, I definitely miss that. Especially when I go home, I can hang out with my friends and do shit that's not that you can't do here. Yeah. Usually, we we wait a little bit like to the end of the podcast to ask this, but I mean, it kind of came up now. So, like, what what are your hobbies outside of basketball? Like, you talked about the woods. You talked about like, going on walks, like hanging with your friends, like. What do you do outside of basketball when you're at home, like for Thanksgiving break or winter break, which is coming up? Um, during hunting season, I'm in the woods 24-7 oh, yeah. um, from morning to night. And then... You have like, just like, you can just walk outside your house. It's like Minecraft. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. You just go shoot animals outside your house. Bro, I love yeah. talking to people who don't hunt about hunting. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's I do crazy. not hunt. I do not hunt. What's your, what's your, what's your best kill? What's your biggest deer? I mean, I've only shot... A doe before, but I mean, I've been duck hunting, rabbit hunting, turkey hunting. You didn't do you eat like the duck or like the rabbit? Yeah, I eat. Yeah. Eat I, eat, what I eat whatever I what shoot. Why would we a rabbit? Why would you? Yeah. What, what would be the point of killing it if you weren't gonna eat it? Sport. Yeah, yeah but some people. That's messed I, up. I've never, I've never, I've never really. really been I've never that eaten guy. rabbit before. What does it taste like? It's very, it's very gamey and it's very tender. Like yeah, it's, it's like a, you know, like brown meat on a on a chicken or a turkey, like dark meat. Yeah, yeah it's that's it's all that. Want to hear something really funny about that? My younger brother, when he was like four or like six thought that dark meat comes from like black chickens and white meat came from white chickens. <laughs> That's right. So brown cows make chocolate milk, bro. He thought that too. Like <laughs> I I thought that. And I was I'm I sure lived every, on a farm. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure every kid thought that yeah, as, yeah, as they were growing yeah, up. Too. But um okay so you you have all these like uh, really like nature hobbies outside of basketball and stuff like that. So how do you really go from that to getting into basketball? Like I don't know. It's just a different like I have to change my mentality like hunting fishing it's all like calming to me mm-hmm. it's a way to clear my mind and basketball is that too when i'm not able to do those certain things so i just i don't know i i just turn a switch on and i'm focused so killer, how do you, killer be killed how do you but how do you let's just say you're stressed out and you don't have access to the wilderness that you at home how do you find that sense of calmness that sense of relaxation that mental clarity here maybe you're going through a stressful time in basketball maybe academically like, how do you find that mental clarity, um, that piece? If it's not, if I can't get in the gym and just put shots up or anything basketball related, I usually either probably just sit, talk to my friends, play PlayStation, or just watch some Netflix just to clear what my mind. What games do you play? Call of Duty, NHL. Chell? You like hockey? Yeah. Really? Frida boys. Chell's Frida. Yeah. It's one of the, I think it's the best sports better game. Better than 2K? Oh, better than 2K sucks. Damn, that hurts. I my have heart. been told this that like the people who run Chell are way more invested in like making the well, game better every Chell, single year than um, NHL is EA. Game. It's yeah. not by yeah, like, yeah, but Madden sucks too. Yeah, I guess Madden. Uh, I don't know. I'm having a great time playing 2K with my friends. I play Pro Am right now because we have no school. I'd say from we end practice at what time? Like six, Five seven. Six I'm yeah. playing from like eight or nine to like two a.m., three a.m. Depending on if I go to the gym or not, like at night or lift at night. But like I'm probably playing from nine till two a.m. every day. That's an amount of time on a video game. <laughs> yeah, I can't. But like half, the, I'm not actually video. playing half the time. Half the time, I'm just sitting at the party, talking to my friends on my yeah, phones, hanging out, watching YouTube. But then like when when we get five, then it's up. Let me. Do you go four wheeling back home? I don't have one, but I do. If That's I have the chance well. to do, I do. My you have, you I also go snowmobiling. You have like ATVs and oh shit at your ranch up in Buffalo, yes, nowhere. Yes, bro, you have to. My uncle has a ranch in a little bit northern Ontario, not even close to as north as you but relatively north compared to me. And there's this, like, somebody made this insane, like, four-wheeler ATV, like, like course. There's, like, three or four of them in yeah. the middle of the woods, and he has one or two, and we just go ride. It's insane. Yeah, and 
Yeah, if I have a chance, I'll do. I'll go four wheel whenever I can. You like like extreme sports? I mean, I don't do it. I just do it just to go, just just to have fun. Yeah. Explore, bro. Go back in the fucking woods. Do yeah. Your thing. What kind of what kind of sled do you have? Uh, I used to have. My family used to have four. We used to have a six hundred, eight hundred, a four forty. Four 40s are the shit, bro. Four 40s are so fun. You can like, I, I, know, I know what you guys are talking about, but maybe for like some of the viewers who don't, <laughs> they probably don't. Okay. what is a 440? It's the size of the engine. In, uh, in the, four, in the in snowmobile. Oh, okay. so oh, snowmobile. Yeah. Oh, so you, you don't know what we're talking about. Then. Well, I didn't understand that we're talking about snowmobiles. Snowmobiles are dope, though. <laughs> yeah, my brother just bought a new one. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was exactly, but... My dad just bought a 600 Summit, and that thing is a fucking beast, bro. You catwalk. It's so fun. Yeah. So fucking fun. All right. A little bit back on topic about basketball. So you come from this, how far? Like four or five hours away? It's five hours from here, so yeah. So this small town in the middle of the woods, kind of like Chris, but in the U.S. How do you find out about Madai? Um, I didn't really get recruited out of high school. Uh, I didn't have a senior year. Because COVID? Yeah, because COVID. Um, I broke my wrist in ninth grade. I had I started 10th and 11th grade, and I used a field level as a recruiting and my coach did all of it for me and I'm pretty sure Coach Long or either Coach Long or Coach Hack reached out to him and sent my coach a message and I just came out here and visited and I fell in love with it it's small I mean it's far away from home which is farthest I've been yeah so I mean I liked it when I visited so I think that's one of the things that like a lot of people take for granted like everyone says, oh, like I don't want to stay at home for college. I don't, and like obviously, like it's good to like get out and get away from home and meet new people and like have new experiences. But like, man, like being like, there's something about being home that you can't appreciate until like. Oh my god, I didn't. Even, I did not fucking realize that yeah. until I came here, bro. When you're like actually, I, that's the first. This is the first time I've been away from my house yeah. for an extended period of time, and you go back and you're like, damn, this is actually like, yeah, something it, I should have appreciated. Yeah, yeah, you definitely miss the people back home. Not only the people, like just yeah, every your family, like, like some little shit, like yeah. the super little shit, like. The stars, because there's light pollution here in Buffalo, bro. I don't know if you have Toronto or whatever, nope. but I don't know if you can relate it, but like the stars that you get when you're actually in the fucking country that you don't get out here, that shit's fucking yeah. wild. I, mean, I miss just like meals. Home, that too. a stocked fridge. Like when was the last time you had like a mango or like... Talking to the wrong guy. I had one like yesterday. Okay, but you like buy your own groceries and stuff. <laughs> like you who is yeah, a normal human I'd... being who eats out the school cafeteria like or like a fresh like thing of grapes. Yeah, that's... Like, I, I miss that just like... Fresh fruit. For my diet. dog. I miss my dog, bro. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, fucking dog. Yeah. You look like you have a dog. Yeah, I have a German Shepherd. Fire. Fire. I've grown up with German Shepherds my whole life. Yeah. I feel like everyone has, like, dude, once you get a child to a dog, the type of dog you can't, like, stray away from. I'm that. never getting a poodle breed ever again. My dog's insane. Your dog's no. you never going to get a poodle? Insane. No. Bro, I'm, my fucking labs. Oh, my God. They're so. I cool. love my dog. Shout out Bentley. But, like, she's such a piece of work sometimes, and <laughs> she just causes so many, like, she's just like, oh, sometimes she just doesn't want to eat, and that just, like, throws a vibe off of everybody, because, like, now we're worried that our dog's going to die, because she hasn't eaten in two days, and <laughs> she's just, like, fucking bitch, and just barks. If you come to the door and she doesn't know you, like, she only fucks with, like, ten people. With my family, like, that's always my city cousins. dogs, though, because, like, I don't know if she's a mean, bitch. My dog just acts all tough, and then mm-hmm. once he once he smells you and you pet him, he's perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. But I... Are cute. I had my dad was a canine officer, so we had canine. That's sick. Up. That's that's scary. That's so scary. <laughs> my one dog would bite anybody that tried to mess with me. Damn. And then the other one was the sweetest thing. But as soon as he got in the truck, I couldn't even open the door. Like if I got in the front seat, he would try to like jump out and bite Damn. you. Damn. Damn. Where is your uh, German Shepherd trained to like duck hunt? 
No. No. My, uh, those people at the airport who have like, or not the airport, the like whatever, dog. have those dogs that like sniff around like your luggage. I know I'm not bringing anything with me, but like, I'm like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> like it's mind my own business. So this dog doesn't take a bite out of my calf. Yeah. What a little calf I even have right now. <laughs> no, dogs are, dogs are dope. But like, just being at, like, for example, we had a reserve game, which we'll get into that topic in a minute. But my parents came out to watch because, I mean, I was away from home for two years. COVID was happening. So my parents hasn't, haven't seen me play basketball in two years. This is like one of the first times they really saw me play. And just like after the game, I didn't even have a great game. Like I had so, so, The whole team played really, really well. Me personally, I had a decent game. I did my role. But it wasn't like, just the vibes were just so good. That was just because. Vision? No, that was um, no, the Robert's Robert Wesley. Wesley. The here? Yeah. The here, oh, yeah, yeah. My parents came out and watched the game. And I mean, it just so, like, even though I didn't like have a crazy performance like I would have liked to as my parents are watching me play I did decently but just the vibes were so good just because I missed like being in my parents car talking to them just like those vibes you know what I'm talking about yeah it's definitely when you when your parents are there you want to you want to play your best yeah, yeah but just even like even if I like even if I had a bad game it would have just been so much more comforting to like be in their presence yeah definitely you know they just make about? everything way better Especially when you have there's something specific religion. you miss from being home other than like the wilderness aspect maybe like something like a not like I mean that I'm, someone would overlook what's the, what's the most underrated part about being home <laughs> I just think it's like the parties you can have with your friends like yeah. bonfires in the woods and like it, bonfire that's bonfire. a party under in, in wherever you're from <laughs> Albany <laughs> yeah. yeah it's uh just the little things like being able to spend time with your yeah. family your friends that you don't get to see that much anymore yeah for real spending time with the boys is the number one pastime yeah just out of curiosity have you ever had a bonfire yes. party okay just no not a bonfire party but like i've definitely had a, been around a bonfire with my friends and my family oh, fuck buddy i gotta bring you back to i gotta bring you back to eight and over yeah <laughs> back to and overall bro, those parties get fucking i said i had a thousand people bonfire my, party I had a, I had a thousand people in my backyard bro it was around fun. a bonfire that's that. kind of why yeah, that's fine i don't know that many people but it's like i have a small group of friends that are like five like five of us that are usually better anyway like the thousand oh, yeah, person yeah, yeah. thing a was thousand fun, person bonfire party someone's yes, dying crazy. that night no but I, i'll show you videos afterwards but um yeah like the five people ones are usually better anyway but yeah. thousand, I made ten thousand dollars, so you can't complain. Damn. Okay, Chris, businessman. Right, yeah. Um, Facts. you said you had like no really uh, recruitment out of high school, but talk about your recruitment process. Like, were you sending out film? Were you going to recruiting camps, or like, um, were you just kind of waiting for someone to come to you? Yeah, I went to uh, a couple showcases that my dad bought or told me to go to. Um, but I just put game film on field level website. Mm-hmm. And coaches from all around would see it and then talk to my coach from high school. And then it just Coach Hack reached out first. And it was, it was just, I, I hit it off with him when my family yeah. came here and visited. So, um, did you talk to any other schools or it was Maine? Um, I talked to this one school in Maine. And, um, what was it called by chance? I forgot. Because one of my friends was talking to a school called UMPI. It's like University. Yeah, it wasn't something. that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That seems like a cool school. Most of the schools up north are f- cool. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like, I mean, it's, they're mostly wilderness related because it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's, what's a day in the life like for you? Here? Yeah, um here. Pretty actually, much. that's a cool question. I just, I, was, I just realized that we've never actually asked them what happens when they go home. Let's do both. Let's All right, so start off here. What's the day in life like here? And then talk about um, home. Kind of just wake up, and if we have school, go to classes. But right now, I just kind of wake up, um, maybe 
play video games or uh, just watch a little bit of Netflix or YouTube. What are you watching now? To Out the Handle? Shout out to Out the Handle. That's a great show. <laughs> that is a great show. No, I'm rewatching Blue Mountain State. That's oh a, my that's an that's unreal show. It's on the CW app, bro. That's an that, unreal show. That is the show, that? bro. I haven't seen that in so fucking long. I bought it on YouTube because in Canada they removed it off Netflix. I might actually rewatch that. Started like that's a great show. Yeah, go buy yeah. it on YouTube, bro. Alex Moran. Unreal. Oh my god. That show is that's great. That's an insane show. You like football? Yeah. Who's your team? Dallas Cowboys. So a bunch of my friends are Cowboys fans, actually. Yeah, they'll lose in the first round, like always. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so continue with your um, daily routine. I'm just wait. I just go to practice, you know, try to get better, better everyone around me. Uh, I mean, basketball is really it right now. That's yeah. all we have. No school. It's only us on campus, so. Yeah. Um, and then just eat in between whenever we can, whenever they bring us meals now, so. <laughs> you keep food in the crib? I mean, Quan and Teak. Uh, Teak really makes me and Quan food after. Shout out Teak. Yeah, she definitely. Definitely shout out Teak. Um, you got something? Or? I was going to say day in the life uh, back home. Oh, hey, yeah. Um, I usually wake up, go to, probably go to the gym in the morning or. Like lift or shoot? Lift. Lift? Lift, so yeah. So you have a gym near you? Yeah, it's, it's like 30 minutes away. Okay. But That's me- like you too. We, we we went on a drive today to pick something up. I'm like, oh shit, it's kind of far. It's like. 32 minutes he's like oh that's nothing like for me like 32 minutes like because i live in like a relatively suburb like he tells me oh i want to go to all you can eat sushi with my friend drives 45 minutes like that's crazy to me like not i'll never have to leave my home more like more than 20 15 20 minutes yeah we have to go like 30 minutes to go to any store i mean like any actual store like grocery store there's there's like one 12 minutes away but that's crazy yeah but um I, when I lift and then I I usually lift with my best friends just it's way better than just yeah. lifting by yourself although lifting by yourself hits sometimes yeah especially Can't when lie. you're in your feelings hell yeah <laughs> listen to juice yeah definitely hell yeah um but I'll either go hunting in the afternoon or fishing or just hang out with my family when they're off of work and everything um basketball comes in between I don't have, really have access to a gym at home, but usually during the summer, I just go play five on five outside, get some shots up. Like, how do you? So when you were like working in high school, like quarantine, like where, how are you getting your work in? How did you become a college level basketball player? Um, during eleventh eleventh grade during the summer, everything was really closed. Like, couldn't really go anywhere. So I would have to shoot outside. I have a couple of local parks around me that I would get shots up. I couldn't really. I mean, I couldn't get anywhere in the gym because yeah. it was closed, but. Um, my one friend, he, he has access to this gym above a firehouse. So we go there at like 10 o'clock at night, just play one-on-one. That's awesome. Yeah. That's some fucking, is that some real shit or is that some city shit too? Where like you go to a place, I used to play in a church that had a fucking gym in the bottom. I'm lucky. Shout out my boy, Ryan Rudnick. His parents run one of the biggest basketball like training companies for kids. It's like camps. Not really like training, it's like camps. Yeah. So they have their own like facility with like two full courts and like a weight room. And so, originally, like, you weren't even allowed to, like, have people in that facility. But, like, once the COVID protocols kind of got, like, a little bit more lenient, I remember the first time I went to go after shooting on my outdoor rim, which is 10 feet, but I have an uphill driveway. So, it's, like, if I'm shooting three, it's, like, 12 feet. I know that pain. I remember the first time I was in a gym in, like, months, 
was probably like, I still remember the feeling I could not miss because I was used to shooting on 12 feet. Now I'm shooting on 10 feet with a good ball in a mm-hmm. good rim with real mesh. I could not miss. I remember that's a crazy feeling, but yeah, shout out to yeah. Ryan. But I mean, there definitely are places like hole in the wall type mm-hmm. gyms where yeah. you can get some churches, fire churches. Yeah. One of my teams practiced in the back of a, in a gym in an elementary school in the back behind a church during COVID. And like, we had to like, in the message to the team group show was like, discreetly drop off your kid and don't stay around because like it was like you were not allowed to like mm-hmm. have large group gatherings during Damn. COVID it was crazy yeah I mean definitely shooting outside is way terrible. different and it's terrible I hate it the amount of times I've been shooting outside shooting well doing my thing and then it starts to get windy I was gonna say that and I wind. fucking lose my shit <laughs> and I go inside on a miss so frustrated I threw my ball down the street. Like, I just get so... Because yeah, you don't know if it's you or the wind sometimes. Oh, I like, know it's... I, that's the thing. I always think it's me. I'm like, I suck. Like, what am I doing? Obviously, it's the wind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like... It's just a mental thing when oh, it comes so, to that. It's that, terrible. That's the most frustrating thing in the entire world. I'd be praying like, come on, bro. 10 more minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got 50 more makes. Like, that's the worst thing in the entire world. That's the worst thing in the entire world. So, back to the practice piece a little bit. So, something you're... So, last year, well, you had a difficult year. And we'll get into that in a minute. But you got hurt. Yeah. So you didn't play last year. So technically, this is your freshman year. Yeah, I'm, I redshirted last year, so I'm a yeah. redshirt So you're freshman. a freshman. We're a freshman. We're going through all the freshman shit that every other freshman is going through in the country, not knowing if you're going to get any playing time, kind of just working hard with uh, light at the end of the tunnel. But, like, I mean, sometimes, some days it feels like you're walking on a treadmill you're not really going anywhere. So how do you wake up every day and come to practice every day and get working every day with a positive mindset, not necessarily knowing if you're going to get in, in the game or if your role on the team is going to be uh, on-court contributions, like how do you wake up every day and positive to keep pushing the ball a little bit forward and, and just keep getting better and waiting for your time to come and like enjoying the process? Like how do you do that? Because um, it's something that me and Chris and all the other freshmen in the country who are listening to this and people who want to play college basketball are going to have to suffer through and figure out. Yeah, um, you really have to remember your why on why you're playing basketball. And I mean, as a freshman, you can't, Obviously, you want to get on the court. You want to play. You want to show everybody what you can do. Yeah. But you really have to get. You you really have to work for it. You can't just come in and expect you're gonna get playing time. And coming to practice with a positive attitude, you're there to better yourself. Mm-hmm. But it's not just that you're bettering everybody else. You want to win. And even if you play zero minutes or five minutes, you just you have to work. You have to get everyone better because the common goal as a team is to win win a yeah. championship. Yeah. I mean, we did that last year, and some kids that were seniors didn't play. Because at the end of the day, there's five people on the court. Yeah, there's yeah. You have to obviously everyone's good enough to play. Yeah, I mean, at, at this level, everybody could hoop. If you go like, I remember I was playing. Me and you were playing with um, people, soccer player, people who play soccer, people mm-hmm. who play baseball or whatever on a snow day, and me and Chris look like Kobe and LeBron with and. <laughs> Me and Chris right now are not not in the rotation. We're both freshmen. We're both going through the freshman shit like almost all the other freshmen in the country, like I said before. But like, it really puts into perspective like how much better I've gotten. Like these kids could not fuck with me, and I wasn't even trying. And Chris wasn't even trying. We were just like mm-hmm. messing around, and I, I had like eighteen out of twenty-one points for my team, and I was moving the ball around like crazy. Like it just really shows you how much better you've gotten, yeah. And like your improvement. But like everybody can hoop at this level, so it's kind of it's just like making a name for yourself. Yeah, and it's, like, it's just um, you just have a po- positive attitude is the best thing when it comes yeah. to college basketball. Um, even on the bad days when your coach is yelling at you, you just have to keep a positive attitude. That's really that's really all that it is. Yeah. I mean, you're there to better to get better to better everyone else. Um, yeah. Even if 
obviously there's light at the end of the tunnel, hoping hoping that you're gonna yeah. get a get a shot. And by by the end of the like we're we have four more years left. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think that like you won't you'd be in the same position in four years. Like if you keep working and keep positive every day, like in four years, yeah, you're gonna def- be you're yeah. gonna be where you want to be. Or you're gonna be close to there. You're gonna be on your way there. Because I'm sh- almost all the people who are seniors right now who are m- having heavy contributions at one point or another during their freshman year were in the same position that we are in the mm-hmm. same position that everybody else is. Yeah, just about like coming of age. One thing that I want that you brought up is your why, and I know mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. I mean, our obvious our audience obviously doesn't, and I mean, I feel like a lot of people who know you may not know this, but I know that your why is extremely special and extremely close to your heart. So talk a little bit about your why and why you play basketball and why you wake up every day with a positive mindset and just keep getting better. Um, so yeah, my, my why was, is my mom. Um, she was my biggest supporter growing up and last year, obviously I lost her and obviously this is going to be hard for me to talk about. Of course, of course, of course. um, Just whatever you're comfortable with. No, I got you. Um, so in middle school, she was diagnosed with cancer. Um, and I, she was my why. I tried to better myself for her, um, but she threw everything. She fought hard. Um, and then last year, she just um, something happened, and she couldn't fight it anymore. And I was here. Um, so I mean, she's really my why for everything, every in life too. Just trying hard. You can't give up. And everyone's dealt a shitty hand. But just really? fighting through it. That's awesome. But That's awesome. And you just use that as motivation every day to keep getting better. Yeah. She uh, she always told me that nothing can stop you from doing what you want and doing what you love. Awesome. So I'm sure she's looking down on you, proud of you, and going to yeah. be proud of you with what you continue to do. Um, Let me... Chris, you got anything? or? I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of just speechless. Right yeah, now. I'm very it. moved that by is, that. That is a very... Especially uh, with somebody who I just... Knock on wood, thank God, but throughout this year, especially at the beginning of the year, my grandmother was diagnosed with a rare form of, we don't necessarily know if it was cancer, but it was a tumor, mm. and it was very, very scary, and she's obviously elderly, she's like in her 70s, yeah. and so it was just, I've been so lucky, knock on wood, to have never lost anybody before, Yeah. but just like having that like yeah, in the back I, of my it's mind. It's very hard for me to kind of speak yeah. on something like this, because I've never had someone that close to me die of cancer or anything, luck, thank yeah. God. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, I was a little bit exposed to it when I was younger because my aunt got diagnosed with breast cancer, but she survived through that. And that was, I, I wasn't necessarily old enough to know what was happening. Mm-hmm. Not saying like I can feel your pain or anything because obviously I, nothing I've ever experienced is even close to the amount of emotions and stuff that you felt during that. Yeah. But I can definitely relate to the part about just using that. And like when we were in the weight room, I specifically remember like one time, like, and it was when my grandmother was recovering from her surgery and we were doing burpees because we had a shitty practice. And I'm thinking, like, my grandmother's, like, right now in rehab and in recovery, trying to, like, recovering so she can eventually come and watch my games and mm-hmm. play. And now I'm bitching out about doing yeah. burpees and I'm taking, like, none of that really kind of just fueled me to, like, keep pushing forward and keep, like, just keep pushing through. Because if she's fighting for her life so mm-hmm. she can watch her grandkid play, then I have no excuse to not battle as well. Yeah, especially when you think your life... Or something's going on and you want to give up. You yeah, just really got to remember. Yeah, like really some people have it way worse than you. And some people fought their entire lives just to get where they where you would be. Yeah. So. And some people don't even get there. No, some people can't. And sometimes it's, if they get there, it's too much. 
Yeah. Like obviously being a college basketball player is not easy. Not at all. Balancing school, balancing mental stuff. Yeah. And um balancing the practice piece. Everything college basketball is definitely not as easy as some people think. And even at the D three level it's definitely a fucking challenge. Yeah. We may be a D three school, but I think our schedule resembles are the highest level in the country like we are in the gym that was one of the things i was going to say yeah, two too, and a half to four and a half hours a day maybe five before i even decided to like go to play college basketball i looked it up on reddit and i was going through like watch videos and shit on youtube to see what people were saying about it and like the one of the things was that college athletes depending on what level you're at it doesn't really matter you're, they're no. all training the exact same yeah. level like they're all training hard as fuck and then some of them aren't getting playing time some of them are whatever but from d3 down to d1 or up to d1 yeah it's all the same like they're training just as hard yeah. at each level I saw a video, um, maybe it was from a podcast. I think it was from JJ Reddick's podcast. It was Jeremy Lin. And maybe you could relate to this a little bit because you were, I don't want to say on the sidelines of the championship run last year, but you weren't directly making an impact on the court. Yeah. He was just talking about how people were saying like, oh, he didn't, des- he didn't deserve it. And like he didn't deserve the ring that he got with the Raptors because, um, because he di- didn't really get on the court or whatever. He didn't deserve whatever. And it kind of just like he was explaining how like, Everybody has a role, mm-hmm. and his role may have been in the locker room. His role may have been to push a team into practice, but like there was not a single thing that the people who were getting playing time and who were like who were like scoring the buckets and like making the direct impact that led to the championship that they were doing that he wasn't doing. He's doing everything. Like us three who are outside of rotation right now for the team who are freshmen who are trying to make our way are doing everything and maybe more than the people who are on the court making an impact. So everybody has a role, and it's just about being a star in your role, whether your role is to average 15 a game or your role is to provide energy in other ways. Yeah, I mean, last year, obviously, I had the shoulder surgery, so I wasn't here from beginning of December to the end. I got back the first week of February, and I was there for the last couple of games that helped us get into the playoffs. And even though you're not, like, able to play or able to practice, on the bench, you still got to bring energy. Um, I was in a sitting there in a sling, even during, in the on the bench, just cheering my team on because they yeah. needed that energy in the certain games. Like we were down eleven points in the championship game, and if you're sitting there being quiet, you're not bringing energy. You're not helping anybody on the court. Yeah. So, and it's a team sport. Like it's not the five people who are on the court that win. Everybody wins. It's the from the coach team. to the starting to the manager to the admissions at the school like everybody everybody wins when when we win and everybody has a role and that role may be different but it's your job to be a star in it yeah you definitely got to bring bring energy is the best the easiest part and it's one of the biggest things that you can do one thing that our cool thing that our school has which we're honestly fortunate when you think about in a perspective is that the development game and the reserve games mm-hmm. so we have kind of this um this it's not really it's we have one team we have a large team but I mean, there's, fi- there's five players. On- it's not necessarily JV, just because like in high school, like it's like a separate team with separate practices. Mm-hmm. It's we're all on the same team. And we all practice together. We all do everything together. We're all on the same name. And then in the games, like we all dress and stuff like that. But then there are separate games where the guys who don't necessarily have a large role in those games can kind of showcase what they do. Can get those game reps. Can get those in-game moments. Can get film. Can get that experience which is kind of cool because i know a lot of college freshmen right now who are playing college basketball who are unbelievable players who are on the bench for their teams because they're freshmen and they're 19 year olds playing with 25 year olds the same way as we are yeah and they're not having those opportunities to play live competition versus guys other dudes who are in your same position your same age who wake up every day and play basketball 
And so talk a little about your experience with that so far this year. Because um, you didn't have that last year. And even even if you did, you were injured. So Yeah, I mean, we're I consider myself really lucky and everyone I mean, everyone's being getting a chance to play. Yeah. Even if it's on the reserve team or on the actual team. Um the reserve team is just helping us develop and showing coach what we can do. Mm-hmm. Um and I just think it's really helping us as a team because it's getting us better and this way we can help the people that are in the rotation get better um yeah. i mean we sometimes bust our ass in practice hell yeah i was giving them some kobe fade looking like jewish jordan out there in that <laughs> on that yeah. scout team if you feel me yeah um i mean some we're lucky because kids across and other schools don't have this opportunity to play yeah and they're just sitting on the bench yeah doing what we're doing providing energy but they don't have that they don't have games that. look forward to. They don't have that that experience. So when eventually, obviously they're a freshman, obviously they're going to get better. When they do end up in the rotation playing, as we all three of us hopefully will throughout our futures in basketball, they have don't aren't as experienced and have to like kind of go through another set of learning curves. Whereas we have already executed the plays that we run in-game mm-hmm. versus live competition. So it kind of gives us a little bit of advantage if you think about it as well. Yeah. I think it's also definitely building, like, team camaraderie, especially like, the freshmen and us and them, like, because we have our own thing now, the yeah. JV team, and we de- we get to bond over that. For yeah. sure. Also, it's just guys, like, the three of us and the other eight dudes who we, who play with us, like, we're going to be the future of the team. We're going to be the seniors in two, three, four years where there's going to be a new set of people who are there, and it kind of just helps you guys play together and build chemistry. Yeah, I mean... I've- even some of the starters, the people in the rotation, see that we're playing with more heart than the actual team is. Yeah. Um, when we be- beat that other team, we moved the ball, we were playing for each other, we weren't just playing for ourselves. Yeah, that game was one of the most fun, like that game versus Robert Wilson that Bro, we talked we about before. But also, <laughs> like we played them our first game, and we had we, stupid we, errors. We played, like, te- we played terrible, we just played not as much energy, yeah. nobody necessarily played well. But then that second time we played them, we kind of just played with heart and played for mm-hmm. each other. And we we went from beating them by seven in overtime to beating them by like 30. Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, and you're yeah. just playing for each other and you have that, we had a different energy and that was the third game we played yeah. with each other. Yeah. And you could really tell the month of practice that we had in between games. Yeah. And just how much more. It was just a different team. Like yeah. it was a completely different for vibe. Sure. And I'm looking forward different. to the next ones as well. Mm-hmm. Like I had 25th. a, like statistically, I had like double digits in the first game. And I only had, like, I don't remember how many points I had the last game, but I don't think I had, I definitely didn't have double digits. But, like, I feel like I played better, and I feel like I played yeah. more of my role. And it more like it was just, like, I knew what I was doing was was going to directly translate to practice and was directly going to translate to games in the future because I was playing my role and I wasn't, like, trying to, like... Yeah, I mean... Like, do too much or whatever. Just, like, fitting in that role in live games i think is really gonna help me and really gonna help all of us mm-hmm. and it's just not it's not about yourself it's about the team as a whole that's really yeah, that's kind of been a whole lesson for all of us everyone this entire year mm-hmm. and i think that college basketball brings is like it really makes you like really makes you understand the value of a team and leaning on other people because basketball is a team sport but you can't do anything by yourself in in this world Mm-mm. not anymore no no like in high school I'm sure you you were telling me how like you could you were averaging twenty like I definitely have won some games for my high school for my AU team for my elementary school but like now like no, one person can't win a game especially no. at that this level where everybody's so talented where you have guys like us who are our level who are talented who are not playing who are playing mm-hmm. in the JV games who are college basketball players extremely talented like you can't do anything no one player can't do it can't just win a game no you have to have a bunch of people that 
can average or that can score double digits. Not if one person scores thirty, you're not, and everyone else just isn't playing as well. It's not going to mean anything because it's a team sport. Yeah. So everyone's got to play their role. They they got to score. Um, it's you can't do it all by yourself. So what's your goal with or like after basketball? What do you study? What do you want to do when you're older? Do you want to play pro? Or do you want to experience? Like, do you want to try and get that experience or? What do you want to do um, after you graduate here? So I'm majoring in biology, and I have to go to grad school for because I want to be a physician assistant and okay. get into sports medicine. Um, everything with my mom inspired me to help people. Um, I've been through, I've had three orthopedic surgeries, two in my knee, one in my shoulder. Um, so I just want to, I can share my knowledge and help people. Um, so that's really what I want to do. I mean, basketball has been a part of my life the my whole life. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't really want to go pro because I don't really want to go overseas. Um, yeah. I'd rather be around my family. I mean, if I have to move, I can move. I'll move, but yeah. I'd rather I, basketball really I can't I I don't really basketball is my life. Yeah. It always has been, but at the at the same time, like I got to move on. But I still I still try my best. Um Yeah. These next four years, in my next four years, I'm still going to play basketball. Um, but I don't think I'll go pro after, no. Orthopedic surgeon. You want to be a sports medicine? Anything specific in sports medicine? No, just probably just orthopedics. Um, physician assistant is just like right below a doctor. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously my dad's been through a bunch of orthopedic surgery. He tore his ACL three times. Damn. Um, oh, yeah, it's not fun. So Wait, they give him a replacement ACL? Uh yeah, they use they either use your patella quad or your hamstring. They use my hamstring for my knee. Uh or they can use a cadaver from a dead dead person. So <laughs> damn. Three ace holy fuck, that would have been traumatic, bro. Yeah. That's why he stopped he stopped playing. Um Did you die? did you have to hoop? Yeah. Where do you hoop? Do you hoop in college he, or just No, nah, he didn't play in college, I don't think. No, he never played in college. He just did high school. But he tore his ACL in grown man softball twice. Damn. And his canine dog tore it his first time. Like, bit him? No, he leash wrapped around his knee. Oh, shit. That sucks. Yeah. So, I think we're ready to wrap it up relatively soon. We got two ending but, questions. Yeah, before we wrap it up. So, the first thing you want to ask is, what's one thing you would tell? Honestly, now we'll change a little bit. What's one thing now that you would tell yourself with perspective from when you were going through... Going through like I'm not like going through hell last year. Like last year sounds, and I didn't know you last year because this is my mm-hmm. first year here. But it sounds like a difficult year. I mean, you obviously battled through it, and you obviously made it out on top, and made it out with a new perspective and a new motivation and a positive mindset. But what's one thing now, with some perspective, that you would tell yourself last year to help persevere through those tough times? And what are you going to use to help persevere through time tough times in general in the future? I just think um, keeping a positive mindset towards things, and everything happens for a reason. Yeah, um, for sure. Especially after I got cleared, getting in the gym, um, getting stronger to help support everything, support your body. Um, that's one thing I wish I did when I was growing up. I would wish I got in a <laughs> Mac behind you. <laughs> um, growing growing up, I wish I got in the weight room more so I can be stronger. Um, just working on certain skills like dribbling. I'm not a dri- I don't dribble the ball. I uh, I'm a shooter, yeah. So, but I just growing up, uh, just growing up, you gotta just 
get through things, keep a positive mindset. Yes, yeah, I'm. That's the most important thing. Like when everything's going against you, why why also be against you? <laughs> yeah, like, you got to be on your own team. Yeah, you yeah. gotta you gotta be your own cheerleader. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's powerful. So then the second thing you want to ask it? I'll ask it. Um, so the other thing I was gonna say was the opposite of that. What's the what's one regret or one mistake that or your biggest mistake that you had in your basketball career or maybe even your life that you would talk about here or that. Yes. What's one thing you want to change? Your biggest regret, I guess, in your basketball career. Or um, my biggest regret was not getting in the gym sooner. Um, if I I didn't start lifting until maybe junior year, I didn't. I've always been a small kid. I'm not even six foot. So I six one on the roster, baby. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, coach. (laughs) Um, just getting stronger would have helped me, and that's the thing I have to get. Just getting in the weight room. Getting shots up, that's the biggest thing for me right now that I wish I did way sooner. I mean, obviously, I had COVID, so I couldn't do certain things yeah. until. So being locked up was really hard, but just getting in the weight room would be the best The thing I would tell myself. That seems to be a reoccurring theme. A lot of people said that they wish they would have gotten in the weight room earlier or even just started doing push-ups and stuff if like that. If you're listening to this and you're a young hooper... Get who's in the weight to, room. Trying to make it, get in the weight room because you can never be too strong and... Well, I mean, and so, work and work on the skills that you aren't as good at. Like I've always been a shooter. I've always just got shots up. But the one thing I would work on is dribbling. Like you have to be able to dribble at this level. Yeah. And even if you, even if you just do it a little bit each day, you'll get better eventually. And turning the ball over, yeah, turning the ball over because you can't dribble is not a good thing. It's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, get your handle up. And Ain't fucking get in the weight room. room and lift some, pump some iron. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to get these like Zach Fulford. <laughs> yep. Thank you guys for listening. This is episode nine, nine of Ships Across the Border, and we'll be back next week with another guest. See you all next week, episode nine. Peace. Live your life within the moment, moment. And don't go wait until the morning, morning You never know when it is over, over All that I know is we'll get older, older So let us dance this side of the way